week's episode of The Weekly Spill, where we tell you what's real with reality TV. I'm Kelly. I'm Sam. And I know we've been absent for a while, but it was a holiday week, so not our fault. And then last night, I went to Korean barbecue. So, I wouldn't have, it would have been a late episode. We would have been delirious. It wouldn't have been fun. But it's been a crazy week and a half, whatever it's been. Yeah. But we're back. We're back. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Um, I went home to New Jersey. I don't know. Should I tell people my home is in New Jersey? It's fine. Nobody knows where. (laughs) Jersey's a large state. Jersey's a large state and nobody would even know the city, I would say anyway. Yeah. So I went home to Jersey. It was fun. Saw, you know, some friends from high school. That sounds fun. I stayed in Maryland. Kind of. Not really. Well, we went to Philadelphia, but we stay, we don't go, like, we just go there for a few hours and then come home because it's only like an hour and a half, two hours. And we switch off every year. So this year was Ted's family. We were in Philadelphia. And then next year we'll be in New York. So. And when you go up to New York, it's like you need more time where Philly is not that far. You don't need a whole day. Especially with the travel Mm -hmm. time. So it just makes more sense that way. But. Sam and I did come home together because I went up to New York on Black Friday. My um, friend Steph, I'm matron of honor in her wedding. I talked about it last on um, last week's episode, but we went wedding dress shopping and it was so much fun. I haven't done it in, what, two years? So two years ago, it was like to the same day. That's crazy. Two years ago, I got my wedding dress on that day because I got it around Thanksgiving on Black Friday. So two years, almost to the day, Steph got her wedding dress, wasn't expecting to get it. It's literally beautiful. So I'm so happy for her. Shout out to Kleinfelds because they were so freaking helpful during the whole thing. And like, yes, it was crowded, but it was still it still felt like an individual experience, even though it's such a huge store, especially even like with reality TV, like that place is huge. So it was amazing. I loved it. I met up with Sam. We drove home on Sunday. Ride from freaking hell. That was a nightmare. So much traffic. Everyone was traveling because of the impending snowstorm. So it was not a good time at all. I don't know about you, but Monday I was so exhausted. (laughs) Well, you were also not feeling that great. No, I was so tired. I was hungover. I had so little sleep. It was rough, but we made it to Friday, and here we are, and it's the weekend. It is. We just got back from happy hour. We got some margaritas because this week has literally, I feel like Polly, dragging through this week. Yes. Struggle bus right now. Not well. No. And I don't know if it's because last week was only three days. Yeah. Maybe. I think so. The worst week is the week after New Year's. Yes. Because that is the longest week ever. Especially when you have so many, it's like two back-to-back weeks of sort of haphazard, shortened weeks. Yeah. And then you have to do five days and you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. We can dive into 90 Day Fiance. I, since we didn't do an episode last week, I just have a lot of thoughts because it's like two weeks worth of thoughts, but all the, the the two episodes kind of, like, merged in yeah. my head. Like, I can't remember what happened in what episode, but I know what happened in general. Who do you want to talk about first? Um, I think we should talk about 
Anna and Marcel because I feel like right now they're the couple that I don't. I'm not not rooting for them, but I just do I, not see this working out. Although, mild tea, I did read somewhere on Facebook that somebody saw them in New York this weekend or whatever this past day holding hands going to see the tree. Huh. So they're still together. Which is surprising. Shocking. Because I would not guess it. And the thing is, when we first started this season, as you guys all know, because we can listen back to the tapes, I was rooting for them. I was the biggest fan of them. They're so boring. Like, (laughs) I, I, I don't know. It's just like, there have been other couples on the show that have relied, and we've talked about this, relied on that translator app, but not to the extent that they're relying on it. And it's like, even with the translator app, like, there are still things getting lost in translation between Anna and Marcel. And it's on Marcel's side. Like, Anna yes. is trying her heart out, and, like, I just don't know how to help this woman. And that's why they're so boring, is because they can't have a real, they can't have a full conversation. Yeah. All they can do is say... Hi, how are you? Do you understand? Do you not understand? And the answer to do you understand is usually no. And that's that's the conversation. Ten years to tell his family that the kids exist. I just don't see how that's ever going to work. Because obviously her children are a huge part of her life. She has said before, if I had to pick between Marcel and my kids, obviously I'm picking my kids. So for the person that you are getting married to and you're in love with, to not be able to tell his family about your kids, to me, it's almost like an insult. Yeah. I would feel offended. I would be very offended because it's like, you can't accept me fully if you can't accept my children, so. Yes. And it, I mean, for so many other reasons. They're very, I think their values, their religion is very different. They don't speak the same language and they don't even understand each other. Yeah. It, it's different if. He doesn't even seem to want to be in the no. U.S. Like. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like the U.S. Like, clearly they must have had some good conversation. Like, they had a connection when they were talking via whatever form, like, WhatsApp or whatever, however they were communicating. But, like, I one, I don't see the connection. And, two, he's not doing it for a green card because he, he doesn't want it. Maybe it's because they're in the middle of friggin' nowhere, but, like, and he was like, oh, there's no mountains, but, like, he just doesn't seem to want to be in the U.S. or even acclimate to the environment that he's in. No, everything is, like, Turkey's so great. This is better in Turkey. So many reasons. Even though, allegedly, they're still together, I don't see it how it could last long-term unless one of them decides that I'm going to learn Turkish or I'm going to learn English. Who else? You want to talk about the other Annie? <laughs> Annie and Robert? Oh, Annie and Robert. Man, do I have so many opinions on Annie. One, I also don't think we've had this podcast since we found out about Diamond Fox, a.k.a. Bryson's grandmother. She's That's a- her porn name, guys. I looked it up. Not her porn, but, like, I looked up her name, so. Adult film. Adult, sorry, 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 sorry. As Annie would say, porno star. <laughs> First of all, she's worth like $12.7 million. I did not realize how much money there in is porn. in the porn business. I know Sam, Sam and I, well, Sam was driving, but I was looking up like how much like 
Diamond Fox was and then how much like other people were and like I was very surprised it's a lucrative business if you're good at it it's shocking and I was wondering I was like how is this any different not to go down a little bit of a rabbit hole but it's sort of similar to me to being a prostitute you're getting paid to have sex but apparently there's some sort of loophole that they're technically actors and actresses that's what I was about to say they're actors so it's not illegal, yeah. which is bullshit. I'm sorry. What if I put it? Okay, not saying I'm, all right, this is a rabbit hole. I'm not going to go down, so I'm just going to go go back. Like, this is no, like, it's a little bit of bullshit. Actors. It's a little bit of bullshit. But also it's like very scripted. Oh, 100%. But anybody can get a camera and script well, something. Well, they have amateur porn, which would just be like. Um, but you're not being paid for that because you're just. I mean, I don't know. Are you doing I, that? You can get paid to put a video on YouTube. Why couldn't you get paid to put a video on, like, Pornhub? This is wild to me. All right, we're going down a rabbit hole <laughs> that. It's, it's okay, back to separate. the original point. One, how? what do you think of Annie's reaction to finding out about Diamond Fox, a.k.a. Stephanie? I'm, I, just, I'm not calling her Stephanie. I'm calling her Diamond Fox. I think Diamond Fox is just appropriate. Um, I don't think she was... I think that it was an appropriate reaction. You're like, oh, wow, really? I think that Diamond Fox crossed a couple of lines. If <laughs> hear me out. If somebody said to me, what is your birth birth control method? Yeah, but you're also not, one, coming to the country to marry this man on a K-1 visa, and two, ma- <laughs> with someone that already has five children with, or is it four? Whatever the number is, multiple children, and all of them have different mothers. I would be so offended, regardless. But she's already being a bitch before. <clears throat> no, she was. I don't want to talk to her. Blah, 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 blah. And then the husband. Is the husband also in... I don't know, but he kind of either gives me, like, porn vibes like that, or he's, like, a producer director. Yes. I was going to say that, porn producer. He gives me some, yes, yeah, some sort of porn vibes. It's... He's not a normal person, in my opinion. I don't think she just married somebody off the street. No. So, he when he said, you know... Robert is family, and I didn't know about this person. You are not family. You you share a grandchild. Like, you yeah. have that in common, but... But it would depend on how often they see each other. So, I where, like, they have to be supporting Robert to support Bryson, because I don't think there's any way that Robert can support Bryson and the K-1 visa on a lift. So... You have to have a certain income so or have a sponsor. So I don't understand how Robert's sponsoring Annie to be here. Unless Diamond Fox is doing it, and that was just for Matt but, Sharp. But if he's a full-time Lyft driver and he's really doing it... When does he drive Lyft? I don't see him ever driving Lyft. Well, he can't drive Lyft right now because he is whining and dining Annie. <laughs> He doesn't have the time. Like, Anna doesn't want to be in the lift while he's driving around. <laughs> she doesn't even want to go to the thrift store. Never mind. Drive with him while he's lifting people. Forget that. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like that was, like, a production thing. It was definitely production. It was like, you guys are going to meet up in the park. Because she, not, Did anybody hang out with Bryson? Besides, mm-hmm. besides Robert? No. So it, that wasn't for them to see Bryson. Mm-mm. That was to have a meeting and I also think with Stephanie Diamond Fox being in the entertainment business already like she knows exactly how to play it up like I think they were like 
oh, you should, like, didn't fully script it, but, like, told her, like, key things to bring up in the conversation, and then she threw in that birth control thing just because of the popular, we're talking about it. So, like, people looked her up. She probably got tons of hits on Google. Like, Mm -hmm. who's this bitch asking about birth control? Like, she has been in the entertainment world for so long that she knows exactly what to say. You know, that's pretty, her being on the show is very good for her stock. Yeah. That's going to up her paychecks because people are definitely going to look her up more. Yeah, she's going to get so many hits. And that's not, like, people aren't looking her up just for porn. They just want to know about her life at this point. Oh, exactly. I mean, I definitely did a Google search. I'm like, yeah, who's this girl? I want to know what exactly this woman is about. And is she actually popular in this industry? Yeah. So that's good for her, pretty good for her stock to be on this show. So she should be thanking Robert, really. (laughs) But... Back to Annie and Robert, I think Annie is very ungrateful. Do you think they're together? I do not think so. Annie... I don't know. I thought that about Anna and Marcel, so... (laughs) Annie thinks that she is going to be living in, like, Beverly Hills. Miami. No, she she wants to be in Miami. She's going to be at the Fontainebleau, (laughs) and she's going to be living it up with her Dolce & Gabbana. No. He's a Lyft driver. No one wears Dolce Gabbana anymore. Nobody does wear Dolce Gabbana. She needs to get some, like, Gucci, but... She did say Gucci, too, though. Okay, so she's She said there. Versace, Gucci, Dolce Gabbana. <laughs> but she was she's living on a cloud. Not for nothing, oh, yeah. like, I do think... I don't think this, he has a lot of money. Clearly, he lives in a, a one-bedroom with his son. His son sleeps in the in same bed. In a twin bed. bed. In a twin or bed. Or, like, full, whatever yes. the size of the bed is. He doesn't have a lot of money, but he's taking out dinner. He's trying. He bought her phone. He was sending her money. Do you do you think he's actually taking her out to dinner or, or TLC producers. is like go to this place? Because it seemed like when Robert they went into that, it wasn't it was like an okay restaurant. It wasn't like a super fancy restaurant, but it was like a not a chain restaurant. No. Um and you know when servers are like, Hi, my name's Kelly, like I'm gonna be your server. You don't say, Hi, my name's Robert. He literally introduced himself to the server. Like, sir, have you never been to a restaurant? As soon as I saw that, I was like, did TLC just put him in a restaurant? I was like, oh, go to this restaurant. It's like a little bit nicer than your typical McDonald's. So we'll pay for you. He introduced uh, himself. Maybe he's just a friendly guy. It was so awkward. Like, rewatch that scene. <laughs> he does seem very friendly. He seems like he's definitely the level-headed person in this relationship. And Annie, she has no filter. She, her... Her emotional. What do you think about the um, photos? Um, so she got mad at him for having photos of 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 his exes on social media. Honestly, I don't think guys have the the mindset to go back and delete things. So I don't think that's a big deal. Yeah, but if say like you were to say, "Hey, can you delete these photos?" Would you get pissed if he was like, "No." Then I would be like, okay, yes. Then I would be like, is there a specific reason that you can't delete these? I don't... So, I get his reasoning, like, oh, I want to show my children eventually. But not the photos of you making out, like... Also, put it on your phone. Save it to your I, phone and then take it off social media. I don't think he understands what the cloud is. Like, I think he thinks Facebook is, like, this end-all, be-all. And, like, once it's on Facebook, you'll never get it back. Like, it... You can save it to your phone. I like, promise it will be there. There's Dropbox. There's iCloud Store. There's like a yeah. million. Th- your computer. Like. Yeah. I, I wouldn't fault somebody 
for having old photos of their ex because honestly, I don't really care. Who yeah. cares? If that's not a big deal. That's part of your life and it takes a lot of energy to go back and delete these things on social media. Yeah. But if I specifically came to someone and said, can you take these down? At least just the ones of them making out. And that's what she said. She's like, yeah. okay, well, you can keep the ones here, like, where you're posing with her pregnant and stuff like that, but can you delete this one where you're, like, sucking face? Yeah. And also, why is it even on social media to begin with? But that's a whole nother discussion. But I feel like that was a thing. That like, you don't know how long ago that was. It wasn't my thing, but, like, I think it was a thing. It was not my thing. But it was. But if somebody says to you, can you please take this down, and you don't, then it becomes a point of why is this so such an important thing mm-hmm. to you that you need to save this for everyone to see mm-hmm. when you're with me. Yeah. That I would get pissed about. Yeah. What do you think of the boxer? I think it was good for Annie to have a friend. They should get together. They, Apparently he's they like should. an actual boxer. Really? Like just not an instructor. But they should get together. The best thing had to be when Robert was like, I'm so worried that he she's going to talk about all of our issues in Spanish. And then he's the one blabbing about yeah. the issues. It's like, <laughs> you did that to yourself. <laughs> I... I like the boxer. I just, ha- I don't know. I have a soft. He's like, I'm not a marriage counselor. <laughs> it's like, yes, sir. Right now you are. You are. Even though I think Annie's very ungrateful, I have this like soft spot for, I don't know, for, I have a soft spot for her. I don't know why. I, I think she, I don't know. I think she means well. I think what happened was he, Sold her a bunch of bullcrap. Yeah. She came over here with different expectations, which is fine. Like, you have certain expectations when you are with someone, especially if it's, like, a long distance like that and they're blowing smoke up your ass. And she came over here and everything is the opposite of what she thought it was going to be. And I think that speaking from my, you know, my grandmother who's Hispanic and that sort of Latin culture where it's like they say these things and they don't mean anything by it. Yeah. There's still that love there, but it's like they just, they have no filter. They speak off the cuff. Yeah. So I sort of get the fact that she might be saying things that don't sound great, but it's just because she's just saying whatever comes to her mind. Do you think they'll get married? I don't, I, you know what? I'm 50-50 on this one because I, even though she seems very ungrateful, she does continue to talk about, I want to look good for my wedding. Mm-hmm. I want to have this. So it, if she's talking about a wedding, to me, it's not just about a green card and it's just not just about money. Yeah, because they can go to the courthouse. Exactly. They can go wherever. They don't yeah. need to spend a ton of money and she doesn't need to look good for a wedding that she really doesn't care about. Yeah. So I'm 50-50 on them. I'm leaning more towards no. Even if they are still together... I give them, like, two years max. Yeah, I don't see it being a long-lasting relationship. I think that she is way too hot-blooded, and she has too much of a temper. He seems like a very mellow, level-headed person. Yeah. What about who's next? Um, Michael and Juliana. Michael and Juliana, despite their age difference, and there are, I think there are a lot of factors working against them, I really like them. They're my favorite couple. They are my favorite. I, when I first saw, like, previews for this season, I thought, I'm gonna fucking hate them. Mm -hmm, They're my favorite couple. 
I thought I was going to love Anna and Marcel. Me too. Because they were so lovable with the bees, but Michael and Juliana. And TLC, I fucking hate them. They're trying to, in every single preview they show, are trying to make Juliana seem like this money-hungry, like, gold digger type. And, like, they built up that scene on the couch thing. Like, the $14,000 couch. And she was like, you can't get it, blah, blah, blah. And, like, literally the conversation did not go like that. Like when they showed it, it was like, okay, can we get coffee? It was like, she was like, that's fine. Makes sense. They're creating such a narrative for her. Yeah. That she's this young. But I don't think anyone's buying it. No. And it's because she's young, she's beautiful and she's poor. Yeah. So they're creating such a narrative around her, but it's not, it's not going through. No. Because she's too lovable. Yes. Like, and she's just so innocent when she talks and it's like, I I honestly think you're doing it because you do love him. Yes. I think we, so when she first comes to America, she gets there and she goes to the house with the kids and they made her that meal. Mm-hmm. So precious. And then I love the scene where they're, she's in the bathroom doing her hair and doing her makeup. Mm-hmm. And then what's her name? Cece comes in and she's doing her, her the little buns, buns. Yeah. Putting like some blush on her face. I feel like even though she, she is closer to them in age than her their father. I feel like she will adapt to that role mm-hmm. as sort of this stepmother, but more so, I think, just like a, a mentor. Yeah. What did you think of the comment that Sarah did when she was like, I don't want you to parent? I... It, I'm so torn about it because I kind of get where she's coming from, where it's like they have two stable parents. They co-parent very and well. Very well. So to add a third person to that who really has not been there, who doesn't really know too much about them, I think I could see how that could throw off their parenting yeah. style. So I get where she's coming from. I think that to say, you know, never to parent at all is just not realistic. I originally thought of it like that. But then I saw something online and it was like, I think Sarah meant it in the way such as like, Michael and I are the parents and we're going to create the rules. You're just going to enforce the rules that we created. And I could see that. And that would make sense. You're not parenting at that point. You're enforcing the rules, but you're still parenting in the aspect of like, if they do something wrong, you correct it. And that would make sense because I don't think it's her place. First of all, I think she's too young. Yeah. And it's not her place to be creating rules for them and discipline. I don't think mm-hmm. disciplining is her place either because she is so young. Yeah. And she's and she's not their mother. She's not hasn't been in their life very long. Mm-mm. So I don't think that it would make sense. And I don't think it's something where she should on her own out of her own volition be doing these things. No. I'm also getting annoyed by people still saying that Michael has no money. You can tell he has money because he's... One, he doesn't talk about it. Exactly. He does not talk about it. And he's going to these stores where... If you're going to a store with $14,000 couch, you obviously have enough money to spend it. But he's, the reason you can tell he has money is because he's not he's spending not it. He's not spending it on the $14,000 yes. couch. Also, he just bought at least a million-dollar home in Greenwich. Like... Absolutely. That was a nice house. That closet was massive. Yeah. Like, at very least, a million. I'm probably going to go either on the high end of a million or over two. Yeah. Also, his cars 
he's just casually driving around. Like, he's not making a big deal of, like, oh, I have this car, I have this car. He has at least four cars that we've seen. And the one, the one with the the white and blue one is, like, a $200,000 car. Yeah, that, that's not cheap. He has a McLaren, which are very rare cars. I used to watch Top Gun, so I used to know a lot more, not Top Gun, Top Gear, about cars. And, like, a McLaren is, like, a very difficult car to get. Like, you can't just, like, go out into a store and say, I want a McLaren. Like, he has money, and these people that are coming at him, just, like, take a step back. <laughs> you can tell he has money because he's not showy about it. When somebody's showy about how much they have and all yeah. these nice things, it's like you're trying too hard to convince people that you have this money. Where he doesn't care. He's just living his life. He's very humble about it and he's responsible. Yeah. People who have that much money have money because they don't blow it on things. Yeah. Do you think um Juliana when about when they talked about the car thing, what did she think of that? Because I have like two sides of it. And she probably didn't buy a $200,000 car. No, in, where's she from again? Columbia? Columbia? Brazil. I can't decide if it's Columbia or Brazil. But <laughs> regardless, she's from somewhere in South America. I And it's from like a very from small a very town. Poor, yes, in a very poor region. I can't imagine the cars are costing that much. But it's still, listen, I think he had every right to be pissed. Because he doesn't even seem that mad, though. No, he didn't seem that mad. But he had every right to be upset when you're giving somebody a credit card because you're trusting them. And you're saying, I want you to have things. But to buy a car? But also, when he asked, like, technically, like, that's income for her family now. Because they're using it as a taxi. Like, it was a smart decision. Especially because her tourist visa had already been denied. So she was just bank like she was just thinking, mm, this visa is going to get denied too. I have to start making my life down here. But she has to make her life off of his money. Also, do you think it's TLC production saying you guys this has to be a focal point of the relationship and you argue oh, yeah. about it? Because they brought it up so many times. They brought it up so many times because honestly, I think if a charge went through that was that significant on his card, it would have been flagged. I think so as well. I think somebody would have known the fact him. that he didn't know about it until, like, the jewelry store scene. Like, that's, I think he maybe brought it up to TLC of, like, oh, yeah, this one time she charged a car and it got flagged on my, like, something happened along those lines and we talked about it and then I let her buy the car and they're like, oh, no, no, leave that part out. Let's just talk through the fact that she charged it. It's, it's kind of insane. <laughs> I, logistically, it doesn't make sense. It, yeah, logistically, it makes no sense, and I have to say, I would probably be, if that was me, and I'm giving somebody my card, and they charge a car to it, I would be upset, especially because she didn't, from what, what he said, he didn't, t- it was probably, at most, $4,000, but it doesn't sound like she cleared it with him, either, I, but that's, that's what I'm story. saying, I think it's a TLC production thing, it, it's so hard to tell, <laughs> but I think, there is some part of it that's production and they're highlighting it. I think we don't know the exact details. Did she call him up and say, hey, I'm going to get this car? Or did she put a car? He got flagged. because obviously And then had a conversation yes. and then was like, okay, you can have the car. Well, here's the thing. Obviously, he had to, he, it had to have been flagged somehow because how would he know that she bought the car if she didn't, if she didn't bring it up to him? Yeah. So it had to have been flagged by the 
credit card. Yeah, because I can't see him maxing out. No, a card. So no. So it, I think it to me it would be more so just a notification thing, a discussion. Hey, I want to buy this card. I don't know if this is gonna pan out, and I want to have some sort of life down here. Yeah. And if he really had love for her, he would understand. You know what? I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Because they even, like, didn't even talk about it that long. No. So. But they are by far my favorite couple. And I think they're, his kids are so wise beyond their years. They are. They're, I've said it every week, they're the smartest people to ever grace TLC shows. They are. But he seems very realistic, too, as well. He is. But that whole family, but, like, the kids, like, the kids are smarter than Anna and Marcel, 100%. And Annie and Robert and like all maybe not like Michael and Natalie, but like yeah. everyone else like they might not be as smart as Jasmine. And Who's I Jasmine? always forget his name, the fin- Finnish girl. Jas Okay, I have a theory. Hear me out on this. So, Jasmine and her sister literally look like twins. They do. What's his name? I don't know his name. I don't know. But he name. met him, met her, met Jazz, Jasmine, I'm doing air quotes, on a dating app in California. I think it was the sister created a profile because she wanted to get her sister, Jasmine, into the U.S., created a profile. Honestly, at first glance, they're so similar. Yeah, they are. It, in a blurry picture, heavily filtered, you wouldn't be able to tell. Because the location popped up as California. And so he catfished. Or he got catfished, but he doesn't even know it. But he's he's visited her. No, no, no. I think... No, no, no. Yeah. But I think originally it was a sister running the... Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. ...dating site app. Because it kept flagging that she was active in California. And that's why he pursued it. Because he's like, oh, I live in the same neighborhood. And she... Then was like, oh, I'm from Finland because they got him on the hook. It's, it is too much of a coincidence that they're ten minutes yes. away. Even the producer said, "Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that is crazy." I love That's when they hint. include the like producers asking a question because you know it's like you know that it's come important. to like you need to figure this out moment you need to have a realization, but they don't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen. I honestly, I he's too much for me. And I don't see her as being into him. I know we talked about this. You said it's a cultural thing. But to me, it, I don't see I don't think connection. they're going to work out. I think I think she does like him. I think she does like him. I think it's a cultural thing with people from fin- Finland. Are They're just very stoic people. And, like, not showing emotion and, like, stuff like that. And also, he's kind of being kind of a dick to her. Because the flight over from Finland to California is a very long flight. Yeah. She was just traveling for so long that if I, when I travel even to just London, I'm like, don't talk to me. Don't touch me. I'm jet lag. Like I'm over this. The fact that she came from Finland all the way to California. Then the next day, she doesn't even get a full day in the U S he's like, Oh, I'm going to have a pool party with all of my friends. and You're going to have to meet them. If she's introverted, that's a lot of energy yeah. being expended. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know. I'm not seeing the connection, and I don't really particularly like him. So I, I think don't that's like, part of it. I don't like either of them, but I can yeah. see where Jasmine was coming from of, like, I just traveled 12 plus hours to be here to hang out, and you just created a party with 10 people. Especially when she doesn't drink. 
I could see it. I'm not banking on this couple. Okay. Next couple. Let's talk about Mike and Natalie. I love them. I love them. They're Mike and Natalie and then Michael and Juliana, my tops. Hope they stay together forever. I, first of all, I think Natalie looks like a freaking model. She's beautiful. She's her gorgeous. Eyes. Her eyes. Yes. Her eyes are this piercing blue. It's insane. Mike, I don't know how he pulled that off. He he must be a very lovable man. You know, that he's bad looking, but I mean, she looks like a model. He looks like a I, normal Mike guy. I think he ha- like he has to be so lovable because like even in their like the interview things like when he was making his stupid like dad j- like not even dad jokes but just like corny jokes like she was dying of laughter and it's not that funny and it wasn't even that funny like when he was like it was so hot and he did like the fake fire sound or like it was fire like he did like the fake fire like yeah. thing and touched her leg and she like died of laughter and it was like genuine laughter yes. So that's how you know somebody is really, truly into you when they laugh and it's not that funny. It's, it's really not. But it, that person thinks you're funny. I think that they're so adorable together. I think that if there's a couple that's going to make it work, it's them as long as she can get her K-1. Uh, yeah. It's still pending. Do you think there's going to be some dark secret that comes out on why she hasn't gotten it yet? No. I don't see it yeah. happening because her, she said her ex-husband was a businessman. Yeah. So unless he is, like, part of the Ukraine mob, yeah. I, I don't see why there would be a reason why she – there's some actual reason why she wouldn't get it other than just, like, yeah. and I, overall slowness. Bureaucracy. I also think, like, the whole build-up this – for them, their, like, main point is going to be him coming clean about being in debt. Yes. Which – that's something you guys, like, they can work through. So that, they can make it yes. work. That's like, you know what? You're in debt, but there are plenty of people in debt who can still make a living. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's the biggest deal. I think that it's a little bit intense for her to want a child before she even gets their visa. But I kind of get it because she is 35. Like Her clock is ticking. Her clock's ticking, and she was already married. She was married to her ex-husband for... They said how long, but it was a long period of time because they got married in their 20s and it was two years ago. So she would have been like 33. So she was married for, I think it was like nine years or something like that. And for her wanting children, like nine years is a long time. So I understand where she's coming from. That's terrifying. The, the thought that you can be married for nine years and then you have to start over. But at least she was like, Young, like, 33 is not old. No. And she's also beautiful. She's gorgeous. So. so. She, it, she could have found anyone. Yeah. But I think that from his perspective. It's like, let's get to the U.S. first. Yeah, because you don't want to have a ch- If it was me, I wouldn't want to have a child with someone. And they're not even in the same country. And I don't know if they're ever going to get to be in the same country as yeah. me. And now I have a child somewhere that's not close. So then I have to decide, can I move over to this other country, even though I have a whole entire life here and I have a living here. Yeah. So I get it. I don't think it's practical. I get from her sense that her clock is ticking, but I still don't think it's practical. I think that even if she were to get her visa in the next, next few months, then at least, like, okay, you can go over to the U.S. and then you can start right away. Yeah. But also I see from his point of view, he probably wants to get himself more out of debt because he wants to be able to support her yeah. and a child. 
The thing I don't understand is, like, again, with the K-1, you need to make a certain amount. Like, is the U.S. government approving someone in that much debt? Like, the way they're making, TLC's making it sound like he's in, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, but, like. I don't think it's that much. I, it's probably, like, a $4,000 credit card bill <laughs> that he hasn't paid. Like, yeah. he's getting a K-1 visa, so. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty standard in America to have $4,000 credit card bill. Like, maybe it's student loan debt. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. That's standard. Like, you don't everyone has fucking student yes. loan debt. Welcome to 2019. <laughs> 2020 almost. 2020. Oh, shit. Well, you know what? Even more. Welcome to 2020. Yeah. But I think they're working. Um, Who else? Emily and Sasha. Oh, my Hot God. Hot Mess Express. Like, he, he didn't apply for the freaking visa or passport for his child. He is a freaking idiot. Did he see- had the baby. Did you see the baby? The baby, yes. one, is, like, huge. And it's sitting in that tiny little chair. And he's like, don't worry. He's strapped in. It's like. That, when she first yelled, when she yelled at him, I was like, that was literally my first thought before she even started yelling at him. Like, he is way too big for that fucking bouncer. He's like, oh, he's happy. He's not crying. <laughs> yeah, because he's a baby. But he's way too big for that. I was like, are you a freaking idiot? I mean, he is an idiot, but I, did you say also? He, he works at a gym. How long do personal trainers work in a day? I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't think it was fourteen hours in a day, but unless you're working for that next baby, but he's he's working out with someone. Fourteen hours as a personal trainer. What the fuck are you personal like? I don't understand. Have you seen the memes? And it's. First Tasha and Emily, and instead of Emily's face, it's the Bob the Builder face. He's like, I can fix him. It's That's so funny really because funny. it's so accurate. She is Emily the Builder right now. She's trying. She's hamming her way. It took them so long to get the the passport for the child that TLC stopped filming them. Did you yes. notice that? And it was all like a home video, like iPhone videos, and then TLC when it. Finally went back over. Because they're like, I'm not staying in freaking Russia while you guys get getting your shit together. And I don't blame them. I fucking hate them. It, he, they're not going to be together. I no. bet not to tell all they're not even together. He's, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to say he's garbage even though I want to. But I'm going to say that he does not give a shit. No. He does not give one shit. Not even one. Zero. And he's going to have to take care of the child when they get back to the U.S., to Portland. Because... On the K-1, you can't work. So, good luck, Sasha. <laughs> he doesn't understand anything about child rearing. No. And then when she's, she's like, let's just go, let's go on a walk. Please put the iPad down. And he is so freaking pissed off that he has to put his iPad down. With the baby sitting in the little chair. <laughs> in the little chair that he doesn't fit in. Oh, my God. I would be livid. You can't even hold your child. He has to sit in... The undersized uh, Even bouncer. laying the baby down on a blanket on would have the floor been would have been better than putting him in that chair. He was, he was just so large in that chair. It was clearly, anybody with eyes could see that he didn't fit, except for Sasha. So maybe he doesn't have eyes. I don't think they're together. I don't think they're together either. And I hope not for her sake, because he just is, and I could see, I could see it going to how his other relationships went. And he's like, you know what? The first year of my mar- of my marriages were all great. And then you just started arguing. They started getting emotional and, and they hormonal. Said, yes. And it's like, she just had a fucking kid. Like, and she wants a little home. help. Like, 
Mm-hmm. And how about you try and help just a little bit? And don't put your, I'm sorry, I'm stuck on the, on the, uh, the voucher. Just, like, pretend you care. So I can see why. I think that he is a man who wants nothing. He wants to have a baby and have a life, but he doesn't want to put any of the effort in. But he'll quickly leave them in a different country if an opportunity comes. Yes, because he doesn't want to put in effort. He just wants to be there. He wants everything to be for him. And that's not how it works. If you have a child, you have to actually take care of the child. Yeah. He doesn't want any part in the upbringing. He just wants to be there. He wants to be there for the creation of it. And sorry, buddy. I don't know <laughs> like that. Are there any other couples that we haven't talked about? Ugh, Sinjin and Tanya. Oh, I forgot about them. This is, I feel like this is really turning into a 90 Day Fiance podcast. It is. Podcast. But so, there's just so many people. It's too many. And then we speed through everything else because there's because not that many to. people. But Sinjin and Tanya, we can go through them really quickly. One, hate Tanya. Two. He's annoying. Don't mind Sinjin. Me neither. I, I think he's very mellow. He's very mellow and like, honestly... He had his shit together when she was like, yeah, I'm going to Costa Rica for two, a month. He didn't flip out on her because they were with the parents, but I bet when they got back, he was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's insane. You're only, you only get 90 days and for 30 And you're leaving, leaving for 30 days. Like, mm-mm. Like, figure your shit out. And I listened to 90 Day Cray Cray, and the woman on that podcast looked up the, wherever the fuck, Costa Rica, mm-hmm. like, herbalist program they do it like more than once a year also why do you need to go to costa rica as an herbalist if you're an activist she I'm doesn't know i think she religion. wants to be a what does oh, she, she say? To be a witch, witch doctor. doctor that's not a, an actual profession but nice try tanya so yeah she like gave sinjin so much shit when he's like i want to be an actor a firefighter an opera singer it's like those at least real. those are real those are real professions <laughs> Which doctor does not exist in 2019. But Sinjin, I don't know if you guys know this. One, spoiler alert, alert somewhat, but not really. He's still in the U.S. In July, he was arrested, apparently, for marijuana possession, half an ounce, which isn't a serious amount, and not wearing his seatbelt. That's just, just slap him on the wrist. He pled not guilty, so we'll see how this goes, but... Honestly... It was probably a misdemeanor to begin with because it was so little. It's gonna, they're probably gonna dismiss it. He's gonna get like community service. Mm-hmm. But when you're on a visa, you oh, can't do any of that stuff. That's true. So is he gonna get sent back? Can you get sent back on a visa? Yeah. Like, yeah, you can because you're not a US citizen. But I don't think they're gonna send him back for marijuana. No, it's kind of like, um, fuck. You didn't watch the season, but their names are Colt and Larissa. Larissa got arrested for, like, domestic abuse on Colt, and she's still in the U.S., so. A little wild. I think, so, breaking it down, Tanya and Sinjin. Suck. suck. <laughs> they do suck. They get to the shack, and she told him that it was done. done. I would have been like, okay, peace, bye. I'm going back to South Africa. Like, there was nothing done. done. And then... Just to add insult to injury, the whole time he's trying to fix things up because this is where he's going to live, she's bitching him out the whole time. I don't think she knows that South Africa has power tools. Like, she's like, you don't, it's a powerful tool. He's like, I've used it before. It's a drill. It's a fucking drill. Like. Not to mention how much damage is he really going to do with a little drill In the shed. In the shed. Not, not enough damage. It's my mom's walls. 
You could fix it. You could get some spackle, spackle that shit up. He could fix it, even if he did fuck it up, which it seems pretty hard to do. And that's coming from somebody who knows nothing about power tools. So she was micromanaging every second of him. But I don't think she doesn't, like, she can't not micro, like, that's just her. That's her. That's the type, that's the thing. It's like, she's type A in those moments, but in the moments of, like, shoot, I have all this stuff to do, let me just do it, she's the opposite. But what it is is she's so type A, and type, people who are extremely type A are not good at managing stress. So then she gets so much stress with the shack, she's like, you know what, fuck it all, (laughs) we're just gonna figure it out later. And now it's later. And she was giving him so much shit of, like, they just got back to Connecticut, right? And she's giving them, giving him so much shit of, like, when he's like, okay, well, we'll just sleep tonight. And then we'll tackle it in the morning. Because it seemed like it was, like, the afternoon at that point. And she's like, I would have just stayed up all night and done this. It's like, okay, well, then you fucking should have done that three weeks ago. <laughs> exactly. Like, Then why didn't you? Oh, she's so annoying. She And when she says... Sinjin and I have a great communication relationship. I tell him what to do, and, and he, he does, does it. it. That's not cute. I <laughs> thought she. I think she thought it was going to come off as cute and endearing and like lovable and relatable. Yes. And it's like mm, you sound like a bitch right now. But I said she, she thought it was going to be like happy wife, happy life, <clears throat> which is kind of sometimes funny and endearing. Yeah, that was not. She missed the mark. <laughs> She's so annoying. I hope they don't work out. I don't think they will. But long term I don't think they will. Long term they'll get married. They're too different. They're way too different. He's so type B, she's so type A. They need to be middle ground and I don't think they're gonna be middle ground. Yeah. So regardless. Okay. Ninety day. Let's move on from it. Because we just spent the majority of this and now we're gonna fly through. What do we okay, do you wanna go to challenge? We'll go to challenge. Okay, so challenge. Let's. I think we just go to the challenge to the, final. The final to the final. It, listen, regardless of who makes it and who doesn't, sixteen miles just as the first leg of it. That's a lot. It is very far. I was even telling, and then you're carrying how many? How much was the bags per person? I think it was twenty pounds. Yeah, it it was heavy. It was twenty pounds per person. So in this, it benefits to have Team UK because it's because. Team U.S. got more bags mm-hmm. because they had more people. Yeah. But you would think. And it would benefit to have more people yes. because you can, tri- you can. But they have the weakest fucking teams. So. And they did that on their own. So mm-hmm. they are living in a nightmare of their own creation. Polly and Kara. But, you know, Polly, quote unquote, this is his year. This is his final. He's at the, quote, peak of his performance. And he gas out. He's really, like, digging himself a great, like, it's like, do you, like, you shouldn't say that until you know you're at the peak of your performance because you just wiped out. And Leroy and Zach are carrying are the carrying the team right now. Leroy is so determined, and I respect him so much. He is really, he's like, if I have to do this challenge on my own, that's what he would happen. do it. He would do it. He would carry, literally carry people on his back if that's what was going to win him the money. And he's been in this game for so long that I feel like he deserves it. I don't see it happening for him. And for that, I feel sad. Well, do you think, I think medics are going to come for Polly and he's off. He looks, 
So Paulie is throughout this challenge, the beginning he's fine. And then you can see he has this the dark look circles. on his face. It's the dark circles yes. under his eyes start to get bigger and bigger. And you can just tell he's getting more and more exhausted and dehydrated. Yes. And I don't know if it was Zach or Leroy who said it, but they said, you know, like, it's a little early in the game for somebody to be getting heat stroke. Yeah. But I think it was Zach. It, yes. But you can see it. He just has this blank stare in his face. Like, he's going, but he's not there. Yeah. And he even kept saying, like, when he was punching himself, he's like, my body is cramping up right now. And, like, it ends on that scene of him laying down. The one that I screenshotted. He's laying down and he's, like, mumbling to himself of, like, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it for the money. And it's like, you you need a fucking nap and an IV. Like, I. You cannot make it. It what was, do you think is worse? Him giving his all because at some points he was carrying. He was. He was carrying it all by himself. Yeah. Be, so like him giving his him it his most or his stupid ass girlfriend, Cara Maria, not passing out, but being a little bitch in every single challenge. Cara Maria all the way. Because <laughs> she she appeared like she was doing half ass. He was giving, to be he fair, gave it he gave it all. literally all he had. And he was carrying a lot of it on his own. Because, because Ninja couldn't carry shit. Ninja couldn't carry it. But he created that problem. Yeah. By getting rid of. You could have gotten rid of Ninja so long ago. And he could have had Tori and Jordan and they would have, I think, easily won. They should have gotten rid of Ninja mm-hmm. during that challenge when she won by a technicality. But the, yes. But the difference was that Ninja was going to blindly follow them. Yeah. Tori and Jordan have no have no alliance to Polly. Not to mention they don't exactly get along with Kara. Yeah. Kara the fact that she cried because of a math problem. She needs she needs to be done. Right like, now. She needs a break from the And challenge. then cried because she had to eat a worm. Yes. Would I not like would I be upset if I had to eat 100%. a worm and a scorpion and what was what else was it? A cockroach? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I had that dream. Maybe. Because it was in the bowl. I had a weird dream about cockroaches and bulls last night, and that might be where it's coming from. But would I be upset? Yes. If I knew a million dollars was on the line, would I fucking do it? Yes. Especially because she's been doing this for you many, 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 many seasons. You know they give you something. Like, she, she, and they haven't had any other eating challenges this entire season, so she had to have known that at some point it was going to happen. She's been through this years and years and years. So she, mentally, she should have been prepared for it. I think that she just needs a break from the show in general. Yeah. I her think and Polly. Both of them together. But I think specifically her, she's been doing it for so many seasons, really in a row. Yeah. She needs a break. Mentally, physically, emotionally, she needs a break. So for that, I feel sorry for her and she needs to step back. Who do you think out of the U.S., if we had to guess right now? Mm-hmm. Because they're going to narrow it down to yeah. four. They've already said that. Who do you think are going to be the four in the U.S.? Polly's out. Polly's out. I think it's going to be Zach, Leroy, Cam, Cam, and and I think it's going to be Ashley. Ashley. Ashley is a beast. She is. She gave no fucks when she was. She's yes. like, just take it like a shot. Just drink it. Just do it. Just eat it. <laughs> Here's the thing: is she's she's smart enough to get the puzzles. Mm-hmm. She does not give a shit about the eating challenges, and she has endurance. And she has endurance. So she. She, you know what? Is she the nicest person? No. But she can perform. 
And she's cutthroat enough where at the yes. end of the day, she knows it's a fucking game. Exactly. And she's not going to let emotion or anything get in the way of that. So I know those are the top four. She's like, I'm going to win this money if you're here or not. Who do you think on the UK? Only one of them would have Only to go. Only one is going to go. I think I, it's D or Rogan. I think it's Rogan. But I I don't know because Rogan's a better swimmer. I think that Rogan is more of a benefit to them. But how how ironic would that be if it's Team UK and he's the only Brit left and he gets eliminated? I don't know. I think it'll be D. But D is here's the thing about D is D. holding herself. D is holding herself, and the thing about D is that she may not be the strongest player, but she will never give up. No, she will go until her body literally physically gives out. So that's true. she she doesn't quit, and I think that's a an important thing in the challenge. Yeah, I definitely want it to be CT Jordan Tory. It has to be Jordan Tory because yeah, they deserve it. They do. And see, you know what, CT deserves it as well because he, he made it over. happen. He made it happen, and he got fucked over by Team US. Yeah, they should have picked him day one when they were doing the teams. Yeah, and uh, I think that he deserves it. Rogan, he hasn't earned his spot. No, he didn't get, go into one elimination. It but he is season. like helping, and like during this final challenge, like he's been a trooper throughout all of it. So I think he's an asset, but he at least needs to see some sort of elimination challenge because it's next week one. season finale i think it is yeah okay so i i think it'll be interesting i think paulie is i don't see how paulie can come back from this no he's passed out he, like he needs to go to, an, to a hospital he needs an IV. yeah so i don't see that happening i think we're gonna pick up next week with him on the ground like that's where they're gonna pick it up and i think they're going to get to the same point where the team you asked just was at that 10 minute and they're going to be stuck there for 10 minutes. Yeah. Because they, they have so many penalties. Okay. They have them, so it, I would not even be surprised if it's more, or it might, it's not as severe of a penalty as the CT one, but I, they have like they're one transferring out people, carrying it. And you're not supposed to do it until the checkpoint Two, you have to keep the relic and the bags on the gurney. And they don't, and they're not because they, they can't like, they can't even hold it, but it, it is smart of them. Listen, if you're going to get a penalty, at least make it worthwhile. It was smart. And they flipped it over and put the bags inside the gurney instead of trying to do it on top. Yeah. That then they're, they don't have to balance it because the gurney is holding it for yeah. them. So if you're going to get but the penalty, But I don't think that's do even it. against the rules. They didn't say anything about that. Fair. True. So, but, like, at this point, like, who's going to carry it? Like, there's Leroy, there's Zach, Cam, but Polly's out. Like, he literally couldn't see. He, he was, he's done. And I think that Kara mentally is not in this game. I don't think she's been in the Once game. Once Polly season. leaves, she's gonna be yes. checked out so so i think she's gonna be on she's too. gonna have no point she even said like she's only doing it for, for Polly. so like once he's done like there's no way he's making it back from this no. or even if he does get up it's too like in my head it's way too much of a liability on mtv yes. to i don't let think him they'll continue. allow him yeah i don't think they'll allow him so i think par car and Polly are gone yeah but we'll see what happens next week it, I think it should be interesting. I'm excited. Flora Bama. Flora Bama. Okay. Courtney 
I, I'm so over her, and she hasn't even really been in it. She hasn't, but every moment she's been in it has been terrible. And yes, you're sick. I get it. Being sick, being sick in a house with a bunch of drunk people, probably not the most fun. But but she's in the basement as well. Yeah, like you're far enough away. Like put some earplugs in. Like I. Wear AirPods when you sleep. I don't know. She's killing. I can't, she's so annoying. We've just uh, both yawned at the same time. It, it was contagious. It was so contagious. But yeah. It. She's killing me. I think that I just can't stand her right now. And I really love her. But she needs to just be completely removed. I I think we the, the major things that we have to talk about are Gus and his girlfriend. Lisa. Lisa. So he breaks up with his girlfriend. Finally. And I honestly don't know how this didn't happen sooner from what it sounds like. But I think here's the difference. I think that when he was probably with her without the show, he probably wasn't going out as much. Yeah. He wasn't going crazy. He cannot help himself when he goes out. No. But I also think, like, maybe he could if he was honestly happy in his relationship. Even, like, before they broke up, he was like, I just feel like I'm not good enough for her because her parent, like, she comes from a wealthy family and I come from a poor family and all this stuff. Like, he already didn't sound like he was happy and stable and, like, wanted to be fully committed to this relationship. And I think that's one of the reasons he couldn't not be as flirtatious in public. And I think that... I don't know where I'm going with this (laughs) thought. Do you think him and Nilsa? I think they're absolutely going to hook up again. I I see both sides of the Gus and Lisa relationship because he here's the thing is he's telling her he's done certain things with women and he's definitely not explaining the whole entire situation of it. If it were me and I'm watching this back and I would be so bad. I'd be so, he's doing literally body shots off of girls. But he hasn't cheated, which is like I just think, like, if you're going to get into a relationship with someone that is on a show like Jersey Shore or Florida, like, you've seen the show before. You know what happens. You know that they're heavily supplied with alcohol and then they're sent out to the bars. Like, you know that getting into this. So, like, if that's not the relationship you want and you want someone that can be with you at the drop of a hat, you're in the wrong relationship. To be fair, I don't feel like she was asking for too much. It was her birthday. But he's, but he's this in a is show his job. And he has to, this is how he's getting paid. This is his job. But he could have invited her out. She's 20. Oh, so she, MTV probably would not have that. <laughs> She's not 21. You, sh- you shouldn't date someone so young. <laughs> like, what would they do? Yeah. Technically, MTV, it's a liability if she comes because you know she'd be drinking. Yeah. It's not like Siesta Key where they can get away with just, like, marking their hands and, like, oh, the people with the hands marked are not drinking. Yeah, that's not it's, even a, true. it's a huge party. Yeah. Where, like, this is, like, clearly they're drinking. Two, they all go to the bars. She can't go to the bars. What is, like, oh, you guys have to stay home. Sorry. Yeah. That's the whole issue is that she was so young. It's like, why is he dating someone so young? But. Regardless, they break up. Without, oh. The other thing that happened is Amy and her boyfriend, and her boyfriend's missing. Her convict boyfriend. Oh, man. I don't know how she picks these men. Like, one, 
One, ex-meth head, as she said. That was her quote, not mine. It was. I probably wouldn't have said meth head, but that had just a bad negative connotation there. Well, that's but what she said. ex-meth head, convicted felon, and I I don't know where she finds them. I feel I felt so bad for her because the emotion was so raw of like I don't yes. know where he is. And that's a scary, scary thing when there is somebody who has a passive drug addiction. Yeah. You don't know if they're dead. They're not dead, but they're using again. Yeah. So that's scary. I felt so sad for her, but she was so fun. So so funny. She's like, I'll tell my my dad's joke. I'm going to let him eat my cookie, and then we're going to do this, and then he's going to eat my cookie again, and we're going to do this. And my dad goes, wow, she must bake a lot of cookies. Oh, my gosh. So, so fun. And then when he's missing, my dad's, like, probably eating some cookies. <laughs> so, so entertaining. I just, like, I feel so bad for her, but, like, she needs to pick better men. She does. And I think I read somewhere online that he she actually cheated on her. He cheated on her yes. during that time. I don't know if it was during that time or a separate time, but he has cheated on her. I like honestly, from like the sounds of it. Okay, this is going to sound really bad, but like I don't know. It doesn't sound like he's in like the best financial position. Like if you're an ex meth head, like meth is not like the high end drug of choice. No. But like, why are you getting rid of Annie? Uh, Annie, Amy. Um she's on a reality TV show on MTV, gets a ton of, like, That's sponsorship ridiculous. deals. Like, that is your fucking golden ticket, and you're going to cheat on her? Because I don't think he is thinking that far ahead. Like, this is your meal. <laughs> that is. That sounds terrible. I don't know if we can keep that. <laughs> no, we can keep that, because it's true. Like, she, li- she's even said it. She lives in a rural yes. part. She lives in a poor, poor area. area. And, like, like, I'm sorry. Like, she... I don't, I don't know how much they make off of Floribama, but, like, I'm sure it's something. And then you're also getting Instagram deals. Like, you're getting, like, yeah. ads and stuff. Why are you going to throw away? Because she dates scumbags. Yeah, that is true. That's what it is, is they don't care. I feel sad for her because I really, regardless, despite her anger management issues and Perdido special. The best thing had to be when she... When Lisa didn't pick up the phone. And Amy was like, I can rip up my anger management certificate right there and go beat her ass. I was like, of course you can. 100, in two seconds, she'll rip it up. It, it, that was a good, that was a good moment. I think that Gus and Nelson are going to get back oh, together. Yeah. 100%. As soon as she, what's her, I don't remember her name. The girl that visited Jeremiah. I don't remember her name. I really liked about. her. She seemed very down to earth. Very down to earth. Um, she was like, yeah, Gus and his girlfriend just broke up. You saw Nilsa's face, like, light up of, like, hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, this is going to be a fun summer. <laughs> and then when she flashed the camera, did you see that part? No. She's sitting in, like, the one, this season is more drunk than ever so far. Extremely. Insane. Like Candace is wild. <laughs> Candace is like lit beyond belief. Like they keep showing them. I've never seen this many of the drunk interviews. Yeah. But Nilsa's sitting there, 
burping because they they've been drinking all day and she's like trying to talk about Gus and she takes her swimsuit and lifts it up and goes you'll be seeing these soon <laughs> I'm like they're all so drunk I haven't seen them this or I've seen the guys like this but not like Candace and Nilsa no so it's a, it's a fun when did you see the scene of this week this past week's episode where they go right after the day after that whole day drinking mm-hmm. thing and they go to the bar and they keep doing shots and Gus is like who's drunk and like only him Jeremiah and Candace raise their hands and Candace is like I don't think I was that drunk and then they cut and they to the, the scene cart. and then she's like they're in a hotel like cart with the the luggage cart and they're pushing her on the luggage cart and she's like passed out once she gets into the taxi <laughs> maybe I was that drunk <laughs> we've all been there Candace like. They are just getting wild. During the day, too, which I think like before it wasn't as much during the day. And but now day drinking is a different hours. level than night drinking. Like night drinking, yes. like by the uh, you can get lit, like you definitely can. But like it by a certain time, off. you you wear off or you go to bed. Yeah. During the day, it's like you have to rally. So like they're getting so drunk and then going out at night. So it's just like building up on each other. They're it. It's so great that MTV is, like, letting that, like, just letting loose with what they're showing. It's a whole new level of entertainment. Yeah. But it, it this season so far has been good. I'm excited to see where it goes. It's cold. It is. This is a show that I think it's, honestly, I think it's funnier than Jersey Shore was. Jersey Shore was new. Yes. New territory. This is, like, just capitalizing on what Jersey Shore did, but this is funnier. Because I feel like... I also think it has to do with the relatability of it, of, like, yes. when Jersey Shore came out, what year was it? Oh. I don't even remember. Like, but I wasn't at that stage in life yeah. where I was, like, 21 and drinking all the time, where now it's, like, <laughs> like I, I did something yes. like that. <laughs> exactly. It, it's good. So, we'll see where it goes next week. Last show. We'll, we can quickly get into Jersey. Did you see, really quick on the MTV thing, did you see the Siesta Key Siesta Key's coming back. Siesta Key's coming back January, so very soon. Super excited. But did you see the clip for it? I have not seen the clip. I haven't seen it either. So we'll have to watch the clip and report back next week. I'm sure it's somewhere. But Siesta Key is one, I think it's very underrated. It is. Because it is a little, it's, it feels very heavily produced. It is very heavily produced. It's a scripted reality show. Definitely. But it's so, I think the character, I don't want to say characters, the people are so entertaining and engaging that you can't help but get invested once you start watching. No, I do. I like Siesta Key. So I think I, I like Siesta Key for the character. I don't want to keep saying characters for the people. They are characters. They are characters, <laughs> but I I like them for the cast. Mm-hmm. They they're captivating. They have that entertaining reality TV factor. Yeah. That makes you want to see what's going to happen next. What is it? First week of January, right? Yes. So, we're very excited. Also, it's like, great theme song. Carly Rae Jepsen. I know. When when Ted likes a song, you know it's good. Then you know it's good. So, we're very excited for that. Okay. Last is Jersey. Real Housewives. They go to Jamaica for Jennifer's birthday. Yes. Honestly, I don't feel like that much has been happening yet. I'm waiting for it to heat up. So, one, I have, like, a lot of questions about where they're staying. So, they're staying in Ocho Rios, 
in Jamaica, which is beautiful. Um, when I was there, I stayed in Negril, but our res- the resort that I stayed on was right on the beach. I don't know where they're staying. I don't think on the beach. I, but why? W- there's so many resorts in Ocho's Rios on the beach. Also, Bravo, because we know Bravo set this up. They couldn't get two rooms next to each other. They don't have Pole as a production company to get two rooms next to each other. They definitely did that on purpose. 100%. Like, okay, yes. But Jackie and Mar- is Margaret, right? Margaret, yeah. Are in the presidential suite. It's beautiful. But compared, compared to, to villa? the villa, like, mm, I think, I feel bad for Jackie. Especially, did you see all the tweets going down on Thanksgiving? I heard about them, and she tweeted something about how if you eat less, you don't need lipo. Which, like, it's, she it's has a point. But... She has a point, but it's insensitive. I don't think anybody I have should... them. I kept up the article. Nobody should be talking about anybody's weight. No. But also, like, Jennifer should have known the line to toe, and she crossed it. But Jennifer always crosses the line, is the problem. Oh, she's so Jennifer, I think, makes for great reality TV because she doesn't care. She will, she's the potster. Jackie tweeted, if you watch what you eat, you don't need lipo every week. Hashtag just saying. Oh, she didn't stop loading. And then Jennifer tweeted back. <laughs> like, Jennifer should have never referred to the anorexia. No, never. Like, you don't touch eating disorders. No. It said, Jennifer, I'm not stupid enough to come back with a snarky comment to someone who is a recovering anorexic. She can keep that shade to alter herself. She needs she needs it more than I do. Hashtag Real Housewives of New Jersey. It's shady. Both sides are shady. Jennifer makes for good housewife because she does not care if her hands get dirty. And she's messy. She stirs that pot up. But even, like, Jackie, like, after all this, Jackie was like, I'm sorry, like, yeah. apologies to anyone that I, I offended that. and, like, all of this stuff. And then she also tweeted something about, like, I'm just very regimented in the way I eat now. Yes, I'm a recovery anorexic, but I do eat. I just don't snack. And then Jennifer, instead of, like, being like, oh, yeah, me too, I'm sorry for what I said. She goes, I'm not about to go back and forth with anyone who's a recovering anorexic. I have more respect for that disease, for the disease than that. You can keep that one. And then she put a white flag, but it's still like, why are you, why do you keep saying it? Like put the fucking white flag and then end it. Jennifer, like, and she knows what she's doing and then acts like she doesn't know what she's doing. When the whole thing with like, oh, well, she doesn't consider you a friend. Oh, that was so messy. It was entertaining. Entertaining. She knows that she needs to do it to stay on the show. Because she doesn't have another storyline. No. So she, because she doesn't have another storyline. That's why she fell into the shit water. Yes, because she doesn't have another storyline. She has to go for whatever mess she can go for. I I don't respect it, but I appreciate it for, because at least she's bringing some sort of content. Yeah. The whole thing between... Jackie and Dolores, I did feel bad because at the end of the day, regardless of, I don't know, regardless of how you feel about it, some, somebody, nobody ever wants to hear, like, I'm, I'm not your friend. Yeah. And also, like, one, you don't know how Jackie was raised. 
why are you commenting on like, oh, well, it's the way that she was raised and this and that. It's like, maybe she just doesn't want to keep her fucking door unlocked and have anyone walking in. Like, I don't know. I think it's, I also think it's a pretty normal thing. Yeah. For somebody to call before they come. Yeah. And it's also like a cultural, like, they all come from the large Italian families except Jackie. So, like, already there, Jackie's outnumbered. Yeah. So, I, I feel bad for Jackie. Think they took it a little too far of yes. like but then at the same time Melissa is also a shit stirrer in the sense of like, oh yeah, this is what Dolores was saying. Here are all of the details surrounding it. But I don't feel like Melissa has much of a storyline either. No. So she has to throw something in there. I think the only person who truly has a storyline is Teresa right now. Yeah. Because of all the drama that's going on in her life. Other than that, I don't feel like any of them have a storyline. And, and Margaret a little bit because she has the bankruptcy thing going on. Which they don't even talk about it. Which, like, and her mother is interesting, so they have that <laughs> sort of thing happening. But other than that... Dolores' whole storyline is her, like, living situation. Yeah, her doctor boyfriend who isn't really in her life, but But then there, the ex-husband and... Who's living in her house with her and they live in this... Yeah, that's interesting. But not interesting enough. <laughs> Margaret, at least, I think is an interesting person. She's funny. She she comes out with very good one-liners. She's very witty. It's a 21 thing. I'm sorry. How do you not realize what you're saying? I think she knew she was saying. And she's trying to cover it and up. And she's trying to cover it up. I'm excited for next week. I think it's just going to get worse. Like, it's going to escalate to a point where just there's no going back. Because that's how Teresa it is. She, I don't... It's like, oh, you remember that comment you said, like, five weeks mm-hmm. ago? Fuck you! <laughs> because she doesn't... I don't think it fully really registers at the time it gets sent. No. Because, let's be honest, I don't think Teresa's that crazy intelligent. No. When so she's it's like, I didn't want to ride the horses. It's like, what are you, five? Yeah, like exactly. So it doesn't register. And then maybe it registers a little bit. And it builds and it builds and builds and builds. And then she... Exactly like she said with her conversation with Gia... I don't think she should have been having that conversation with her daughter. But anyway, she's like, you know, it builds and builds and builds, and then it's BAM! And that's exactly what it is. It One day it blows up. And then she's flipping the table. And so. then she's flipping tables. <laughs> which we all love her for, but... Yeah. I, I think it's going to get better. Like, they've yes, shown so many clips, up. and it, it just has to, so... I think so, too. I think... And I think the thing is, too, even though they don't have... An extremely like interesting storylines for each character. They have very good personalities. They do. So it's just a matter of Danielle's going to come clicking. on and yeah, stir some shit. So. Exactly. It's just a matter of timing. I think before all those different personalities start to go at it, and it, it's going to be entertaining. Yeah, it'll pick up. I think that's all we have to spill for this week. So don't forget to like us on Facebook and like us on. Instagram at The Weekly Spill. Listen to us on Podcast Store, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And we are also now on Stitcher. Mm -hmm. So listen to us there. Basically, anywhere you can listen to a podcast, we'll be there. We'll catch you guys next week. Normal time. Bye. Bye.